Welcome to the LetterTech Lab. LiDAR launches with LetterTech. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of LetterTech Lab, a LetterTech podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And folks, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of LetterTech's podcast. Make sure that you're getting all the content you need from the LetterTech team as you're listening along to the podcast today by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure you're going to our website, lettertech.com, for more information about our solutions, services, and of course, more content from us. So on today's episode of the podcast, I am pleased to welcome Vincent Racine. He's the Senior Product Line Manager for LetterTech, and he's joining us to break down how LetterTech's LiDAR solutions match up to the rest of the market. But even more importantly, he's here to give us an overview of the market to help us understand the commercial and the industrial demands that are shaping LiDAR solutions today and in the future. Vincent, welcome. Great to have you on. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. It's, it's a pleasure for me to be with you today to discuss uh, autonomous application uh, with LetterTech. It's going to be a pleasure to discuss uh, about those uh, topics. Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure getting to have you on the podcast today. So let's go ahead and get started so we get right to the meat of the content. So, Vincent, can you start by explaining what differentiates LetterTech's technology from other LiDAR suppliers in the mobility market today? Uh, because LiDAR, I, I think, has been generalized a lot to the market, and perhaps it isn't quite clear exactly what LetterTech is bringing to the table that differentiates their LiDAR, whether in use case, application, or in back-end technology. So go ahead and break that down for us. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question, and in fact, it's it's the answer um, could be very lengthy because we have many uh, possibilities and many tools in our toolbox at the uh, LetterTech. But in a nutshell, um, let our tech strength uh, lies in the fact that we have excellent signal processing. This is the core of our technology, so our signal processing is very optimized uh, and allow us to uh, generate a very reliable lidar data that can be used then into the perception platform, obviously to have reliable applications. Uh, but not only the signal processing is one of our strengths, but also the, tech, the hardware technology that we use. LetterTech always has been a firm believer of solid state technology, and that's exactly what we do. We've been delivering solid state LiDAR in the 2D uh, segment uh, for years now, we've been in business for over 10 years with over four LiDARs in, uh, in use today uh, delivered, and most of them in very harsh environments. So that's a testimony of how uh, robust is the solid state approach. But not only uh, we do 100% solid state LiDAR and, and all signal processing, but we do also what we call our letter engine. And the letter engine is, uh, has two folds. The first one is the, uh, the SOC, so we do our own chip, yeah, our own uh, uh, integrated circuit, and we also have our signal processing on this uh, LCA2 uh, at the moment and working on the next generation of the LCA technology. So we do our own SOC paired with our signal processing, which makes the letter engine, which is very powerful. So not only we do signal processing, but we do also our SOC and we use it in our technology. So that's the approach that uh, LetterTech is taking. And, and if we look into the future, when the, uh, the uh, passenger car 
is adopting autonomous technology. At this point in time, tier one supplier uh, will be uh, using this type of technology to build their own purpose-built LiDAR for uh, to enable autonomous driving. So this is really a an approach that we're taking that uh, uh, is, we think, very, very future-proof uh, in, in terms of business uh, for our company. Thanks for all that context. That helps set up the rest of the conversation well. So now if we look at uh, a specific technology from Letter Tech, the Letter Pixel, can you explain a little bit more what the Letter Pixel is in context of other LiDAR technology and what does Pixel bring in terms of a plus value for your customers? Yeah, exactly. So Letter Pixel is the first 3D LiDAR uh, module uh, that we commercialized at Letter Tech a little over a, a year ago. And this LiDAR is, is built around what I just mentioned, the LCA2 uh, technology and the Letter Engine. So this is, uh, this is our first 3D LiDAR using this technology and the signal processing that goes with the uh, Letter Engine uh, approach. And not only it encompasses this uh, this technology, our core technology, but we engineer a letter pixel with a very wide field of view. Uh, so this is meaning for a customer that it simplifies a lot the uh, sensor integration. Since our sensor has a very wide field of view, you may use much less sensor to complete, you know, to cover the surrounding of the vehicle. And and the way we engineer uh, this uh, this sensor. We engineer it uh, to to avoid any dead zone around the vehicle. So in today's uh, technology, if if you look on the web on autonomous driving application, you often see a spinning lidar on top of a vehicle, and and using this type of lidar is great to do localization. But due to the mounting position of the sensor, generally speaking, uh, you will have dead zone around the vehicle unless you install other sensors around the vehicle to cover the full surrounding of, uh, of the vehicle of the autonomous application. So our sensor was designed exactly with that in mind to complete the sensing suite and then make sure that you avoid any dead zone around the vehicle. That way, uh, the per perception platform is, is fully aware of its surrounding at any point in time. And, and that's key in, uh, in urban mobility and, uh, and in fact, in any autonomous mobility application. Where are you seeing uh, LetterTech's pixel technology be put to best use? Can you expand on the market segments where the letter pixel is the best fit and uh, link that a little bit to some of the growth you've seen in those sectors and the sort of justifications for why LiDAR is so needed? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So th the market is very active at the moment and it has been active for a lot of years now. Depending on the market segments, it has been active for as as far as 10 years ago. Other markets have been very active in the in the recent years. So there's many applications. So if we talk, for example, about urban mobility application, if we talk about autonomous shuttles, uh, so that's one segment where Pixel is a great fit. Since these vehicles are navigating into cities, into sometimes in pedestrian uh, path, uh, if the vehicle is small enough, there's some application in that uh, that kind of application that will navigate with pedestrian, in other words. So this is an application where Pixel is a great fit because you will you will really cover the cocoon area of the vehicle, and that's key in those urban applications where you have children, bicycle, pedestrian, uh, walking around the vehicle. 
And so the vehicle has to be fully aware of its surrounding at any point in time. It has also to predict trajectory of objects, you know, a bicycle or a children can rapidly change trajectory and can be very close to the vehicle. So avoiding any dead zone is very key in those applications. But today we're seeing other segments that are becoming very active. And some of them, namely, for example, uh, trucking for off-road or highway trucking, or even for urban trucking, we see that we see a very active market, uh, public transit. We also see a lot of activity into autonomous delivery, for example. These are all very active segments where you know, Pixel is a great fit because either you're navigating on-road or off-road, you always have to make sure that your autonomous vehicle is fully aware of its surrounding and without any dead zone. So that's, that's very key for autonomous application. Uh, Pixel greatly minimize the dead zone around the vehicle, so we'll complete a sensing uh, stack on autonomous uh, vehicle. We see a very specific application today that are emerging, for example, uh, construction, uh, mining. You can imagine that you know those vehicles are very big, uh, and and the driver will often have a lot of uh, blind spot when driving those vehicles. So having a sensing suite that can you know help the driver into a driver assistance application for what we commonly call ADAS, where you're not necessarily driving into an autonomous application, but still having a sensor suite, a very reliable sensor suite will have a lot of value in those applications as well. I know that LiDAR to uh, satisfy a lot of the current demands of the automotive market today has to go through a certain set of certifications. Can you break down what types of certifications LiDAR needs to satisfy uh, to uh, make it into a commercial or industrial vehicle and then link that to the sort of certifications and work that LetterPixel acquired and had to do to satisfy those demands? Yeah, sure, with pleasure. Um, that's, that's in fact amongst the strengths that we have uh, at LetterTech. You know, we talk a little bit about solid state approach, you know, the, the 100% solid state uh, technology that we use in our sensor. Today, a lot of solutions are mechanical in nature. Mechanical sensors are often by nature, they have moving parts, so they may not exhibit as much robustness as a solid state approach. Us, we always have been firm believer into uh, going full solid state. It has its uh, difficulties into designing a solid state sensor and into making it, you know, energy, energy efficient, having a great set of specification to satisfy the market. But this is really the core of what we do. And uh, today with Pixel is a great testimony of, uh, of being able to achieve that. And the type of certification that you will want to, uh, to achieve today in the marketplace today is often linked to vibration, shock, dust ingress protection, water ingress protection. These are all uh, aspects of the sensor that are very important. If you go later down the road through passenger cars and um, level five application for on-road application, you will want to go through certification for, for an example, for ruggedness, for auto-grade certification, but also for functional safety. But today in the marketplace, uh, letter Pixel is very well positioned in terms of shock and vibe. For example, if you look at industry standards, such as the ISO uh, 16750, for example, which is very popular into the trucking industry, this standard will state uh, the parameters for shock and vibe. 
and our letter pixel is compliant to those to the ISO 7, uh, 16750 standard. We uh, this sensor uh, has a, has passed through a third party lab test, for example, for uh, shocks at 30 G, 400,000 uh, shocks to test the durability of the sensor. Uh, we also uh, did uh, we did pass with success uh, 100 G shock, for an example. For those who are familiar with that, it, uh, the 100 G shock normally is what we call an integrity test in a way that you want to make sure that your um, your sensor or your device will not become a projectile and hurt people in case of an accident. But we push the limits a little bit further. We sent our sensor into the lab to pass the 100 G shock test. And we uh, we at the same time, we monitored the communication with our sensor to make sure that it was functional through the test and after the test, and we passed this test as well. So um, this, this is a testimony of how robust is our technology. And, and that paired with, with the application we discussed about into the mining construction industry, where a vehicle will often exhibit a shock and vibe uh, profiles that are very uh, demanding. Uh, it resonates very well with the marketplace and we're very well positioned into, uh, into being um, a sensor that, that can be used in those applications. Not only shock and vibe are important, but dust ingress and water ingress are also important. If you look at the dust, we will often hear about the SAA J1455, which is again a very popular standard into off-road trucking application. And this is another test that we uh, submitted our pixel to, and it passed with, with success. Uh, and in fact, this test involves a five-hour negative pressure with very fine dust. And, uh, and this is the kind of test that our, our letter pixel did uh, pass with success. So, you know, these are very stringent, uh, very hard to pass standard and, uh, and, and parameters. And, and if you don't have a very robust approach in your design, it's very hard to comply with those standards. So that's that's one another aspect, uh, very important of uh, you know, the type of standard uh, that you have to go through in today's marketplace. I've had plenty of uh, LIDAR conversations with other industry professionals, and one of the through lines in all those conversations has been an emphasis on ruggedness. Uh, as an important aspect of LiDAR technology. Can you give your take on that? Uh, do you think ruggedness is an important part of uh, developing and um, uh, creating tangible LiDAR solutions? Yes, no, why or why not? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, that's a good question. And it ties very well with what we just discussed about, you know, the shock and vibe and, and dust and water ingress protection. Uh, ruggedness is, 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 is key. If you look at at the customer um, or the integrator business process, uh, you will first, you know, experiment with the technology. You will develop your sensing platform using the sensors that you find on the marketplace, which are ge normally general purpose kind of sensor, uh, LIDARs, uh, radars, camera, or other technology. And you will experiment in the lab, develop your sensing platform. Uh, and for that specific stage of your development, you can use a, a wide range of sensors, but when you hit the road and you commercialize a solution, the game is changing because now you want to have a sensor that is very reliable and for obvious reasons. 
a key parameter often looked at is what we call the mean time between failure or the MTBF. And integrator will, will look for sensors that will have a high MTBF. Uh, the MTBF will give an indication of the lifetime of the sensor and what what is the, uh, the 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 period of time that the sensor will last before having a failure? That's exactly what this specification is mentioning. And and if you go with a very robust approach, you can achieve very high MTBF. And and for a system integrator or a vehicle manufacturer, uh, obviously the goal is to have a sensor that will last as long as the vehicle itself. And this is exactly what we're we're, we're targeting with our, our, with our sensor. Typically, our approach, if you look at the marketplace and other technologies available, our solid state approach will be 10 to 50, 15 times more durable or uh, have a 10 to 15 time higher MTBF than other solutions on the market today. And so when you talk with vehicle manufacturer or integrators, that resonates very well. So uh, this is very important to understand because not only you want to have a sensor that will last as long as the vehicle, but let's say for a fleet operator, for an example, if you have sensors failing on your vehicle, you need to get the vehicle back at the garage. And if you want to, uh, you want to have, you still continue your service. If you're a shuttle company, for an example, or a mining industry, you want to have the business running. You got to have another vehicle uh, on site while you uh, you uh, you maintain the vehicle that uh, that is down and not only the cost of the sensor, but the cost of getting back the vehicle at the garage, having a second vehicle uh, to uh, to have service while you may fix the sensor or whatever's broken on your vehicle uh, is, a, is a very high expense for uh, for the customer. And, and through studying the impact of uh, the longevity or robustness of the sensor, you quickly discover that uh, the price of the sensor can be very well superseded by the maintenance cost or the downtime cost involved into having a sensor that will uh, not sufficient sufficiently durable. You know, so uh, that's that's a very important aspect, and when you commercialize a solution. With all of this in mind, what do you see on the horizon for lidar solutions, especially for commercial and industrial vehicles, and what do you imagine is going to continue to shape LiDAR technology and specifically letter text, letter pixel technology? What we see today in the market trends are leaning towards application uh, that ha- are less regulated. So if, if you look at the, at the autonomous applications, uh, as, as we discussed, there's a wide range of applications. And you know, we can talk about delivery vehicles, mining, autonomous mining application. Uh, we can talk about robotaxi. There's many, many market segments that are active right now, but our belief and, and the market is showing it at the moment, uh, the active market today, uh, market segments are area where, you know, there's less regulation where you can do trial. Uh, for example, if you talk about autonomous trucking applications, there's roads uh, in the United States where it is allowed to do uh, autonomous driving testing. I read recently that there's um, there's also uh, states in the United States that are allowing to do trials in autonomous robotaxi application. Um, these are areas that will be more active in a short-term horizon. But if we go uh, if we go long-term, uh, then we will talk about probably passenger car, um, but that's more, let's say, in, in, 
further down the road. I don't want to put numbers on that because it's very hard to predict the future. But if we look at the market trends, at the regulations, it is normal to observe uh, autonomous shuttle, autonomous delivery, mining application, uh, active now, which are often, as I said, less regulated. And in some cases, in closed loop application uh, in a very controlled environment, these are the applications that will happen first. This is the markets that we're targeting now with our letter Pixel and other solutions uh, uh, that R2D LiDAR are very well positioned into those markets as well. And we're very active in those. But looking forward, um, when the techn technology settles and matures and when the, the, the cost of components will, get, will go down and we'll have uh, cheaper solutions on the marketplace, more, let's say, cost-effective solution, uh, then we will see a market shift towards high volume applications such as passenger car, for an example, uh, fully autonomous passenger car using LIDARs. But for now, really the market that are very active is, is this closed loop application, is a uh, unregulated uh, trials, trucking, mining, autonomous shuttle, autonomous deliveries. And then in the future, we might see a migration towards uh, you know, high volume passenger car applications. Last main point I want to bring up with you today, Vincent, is a little more specific to LetterTech and some of the changes in your business model, because I think they highlight some of the shifts in the market and what we've been talking about today. So LetterTech recently acquired a company called ViaVision. Uh, can you explain a little bit about what ViaVision does and how their perception solutions, which you now call LetterVision, add value to deployments like the letter pixel LiDAR technology in commercial and industrial vehicle applications. Yes, uh, with pleasure. In fact, um, I, when we talk at the beginning uh, of this podcast about, you know, uh, what defines letter tech, I talk a little bit about uh, our toolbox, you know, and, and all the tools we have now in our toolbox. And, and ViaVision is an example of that. You know, we, we do our own SOC. We do signal processing, which we call the letter engine. Uh, we manufacture LiDAR modules and uh, with the goal of in the future of, of supplying our SOC and, and signal processing to tier one uh, suppliers. But in the meantime, in between that transition, uh, the market will evolve and we will continue to uh, supply uh, integrated solutions to our customer. And what we see today is that our, our customers are not only seeking, in fact, they're not seeking for a LiDAR. They don't want to buy a LiDAR or a camera or a radar. What they're trying to enable is autonomous driving. That's the end goal. With that in mind, you have to change your mindset. You have to think about this, a system approach. And, and ViaVision is, is the glue that allows us to go towards a system approach. Because now with the, the power of ViaVision uh, signal processing and the fact that we can now do sensor fusion with this technology, with the technology that ViaVision is bringing on the table, now we can use our LiDARs, we can use camera, we can use radar, we can use whatever sensor we want and we can fuse that together to really answer uh, the needs of the market, which is enabling autonomous driving. And at the same time, uh, we can optimize our sensor offering uh, into better answering the market uh, demand in terms of, for example, uh, localization applications or perception object detection with the ViaVision uh, sensor fusion technology. Now we can better address those needs 
not necessarily at the raw LiDAR level or at the sensor level, but more of a system approach. Uh, and that resonates very well to, uh, to the marketplace and customers, because now we're really talking their language, we're really answering uh, pains and needs, pains they need to solve. And at the same time, we, we better engineer our sensor to really answer those needs. So really Viagen is what enables us, you know, to, uh, to do sensor fusion and really answer the needs of the marketplace today. And if we link what Via Vision or now called Letter Vision brings to the Letter Tech portfolio of products, and if we link that to uh, the previous question we had, which was looking forward at how uh, LiDAR technology will continue to evolve and what the dynamics will be influencing uh, LiDAR technology in the future, how do you see those two things intersecting? How do you see Letter Vision being part of uh, the conversation and part of um, the market in a way that influences the direction of LiDAR technology and LiDAR applications moving forward? I think it's 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 a key aspect of uh, of the, the the discussion now with cust- with our customers with the marketplace. As I said, you know, our customers are not looking into buying uh, necessarily. Yes, they're looking into buy- buying sensors, but that's kind of a byproduct of the real need and enabling ADAS or a ton- full autonomous driving application is is it goes through sensor fusion. There is no perfect sensor today. Uh, the LiDAR cannot fulfill all the use case. Uh, the camera cannot lie, cannot fulfill all the use case, nor the, the radar as well is, as its limitations. But when you fuse all the sensors together, this is where you get the full, uh, the big picture and you get the full capabilities of uh, that your sensing suite will be requiring. So ViaVision is really a, an enabler in today's market to, uh, to better position uh, our solutions. And frankly, I can say that within LetterTech, we have a very, very nice toolbox. Uh, in fact, we have, we have all the tools we need today and to really answer the marketplace, we we have the full the full picture uh, that we can position uh, to better address uh, the market needs. So uh, not only are we doing signal processing and sensors and and, and SOC and and lidar module, but we also have the perception aspect of thing, uh, the via vision that is the glue that will uh, make our system really a solution for our customers. So it's key going forward. All right, Vincent Racine, thank you so much for joining us and giving us your thoughts today on LetterTech's LiDAR solutions and some of the ways that commercial and industrial demands are shaping LiDAR solutions for the future. Again, we've been chatting with Vincent Racine, Senior Product Line Manager for LetterTech. And Vincent, if folks want to find out more about LetterTech solutions in this market, how can they learn more? Where can they go online to see more about your solutions? Yes, so uh, they can go and visit our website at lettertech.com. There's a ton of information there on our sensors. Of course, the letter pixel that we discussed is uh, is uh, very well uh, represented there. And yes, so we have also our LinkedIn page, uh, which is uh, another place to find information. And then you can also follow us there on LinkedIn, follow our news. And it'll be, uh, also, it will be a pleasure to, to chat with you. So uh, it, it's, it, it has been a pleasure to discuss uh, with you today. It's also been a pleasure getting to chat, Vincent. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll speak again soon. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Letter Tech Lab, a Letter Tech podcast. 
If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes or get notified when we drop new conversations, you should subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also go to our website, lettertech.com, L-E-D-D-A-R-T-E-C-H.com, to find out more about our solutions and services and consume some more LetterTech podcasts, videos, blog content, and more. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.